gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. I, of course, am Mr. Warren Hayes, and today is July the 2nd. It is the day after Canada Day. It is hangover day for most of the population of the Great White North. So I salute all of you who uh, had to go back to work, who weren't responsible. No, I don't salute you. I'm kidding. I didn't. You were completely irresponsible, Canada. What is wrong with you going and getting drunk and the next day going to work? The, the hell, man! Don't do that stuff. You gotta you gotta watch out for yourself. Yeah. See, I'm already starting on my moral high ground. That's what mom always used to say. Ooh, Stay yeah. on the moral high ground. That's where you belong, little war. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking. Hey, look, I, the point. The point I'm trying to make is that I'm happy everyone is here tonight uh, on this uh, on this live recording, uh, like we always do here on YouTube.com/slash Mr. Warren Hayes at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday evenings. We are here to talk about professional wrestling we're going to talk about the week that happened stuff that i liked stuff that i didn't like as much and we're all going to have a good time doing it and when i say all i mean all of us the whole bunch of folks who are here this evening who have joined me live here in our chat room on youtube.com slash mr warren hayes and there's a bunch of people who are here like kelly Toynes is here how you doing kelly tim traver is here as well how you doing robert larry couple of stalwarts right there anakin jmt good to see you thomas the thursday night messiah gories oh boy oh boy talk about talk about leaning into the gimmick there how you doing thomas welcome to the chat throwback 27 is here have you subscribed to, to throwbacks youtube channel yet because he does his own show every tuesday night uh, you need to, you, I'm, I'm speaking directly to you. You need to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already, because Throwback is good people. So go check it out, uh, and, uh, and, and have some fun with him, because he, he likes to have fun, like most of the WWE roster, apparently. Daniel Price is here as well. JK Schwal, how you doing? Joe, go Indy now. How you doing? Welcome to the chat as well. Da I already said Daniel Price. I was going to say Daniel Price twice. Daniel Price twice. I'll say it twice because it rhymes. There you go. Ben is here. Ben, how you doing? Liam Moores as well. DGMC is in the house. Things are about to pick up. Alonzo Smith as well. Uh, let's see who else. Mr. Fretz, how you doing? Good to see you, sir. Welcome to the chat as well. Carlos has joined us as well. Metal, how you doing? Nikki, good to see you as well. Uh, Brian Payne, who... <sighs> I'm running out of breath, running all the, running down all these names, but it's worth it. Cyclops is better than Wolverine, a very controversial <laughs> avatar name, but nonetheless, appreciate you being here, folks. I appreciate everyone who's uh, who's here this evening, and I'm pre and if I appreciate you watching it on your own time as well. If you're catching this later on on YouTube.com/slash Mr. Warren Hayes, and hey, if you if you're into it, if you like it, give the video a thumbs up. That kind of stuff always helps. Or share it with your friends. Or subscribe if it's the first time that you come here. Or at least you know I like to think that I earned your subscription. I like to work for your subscription, folks. So if you feel like it, that's fantastic. If you feel like I deserve it, I appreciate it a great deal. Uh, and thank you very much for the subscription. You can also listen to the Mr. Warren Hayes show on all podcast platforms as well. I'm there in audio, and you can show some love there as well with a review, a like, a subscription, Ooh, whatever. Yeah. That kind of stuff is fantastic. And you know how else you can show love? By joining the Mr. Warren Hayes Patreon at patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. We're doing a free preview tonight 
for all the world to see for all the, typically on on Thursday evenings I have myself I have myself a wonderful post stream with the patrons and we sit around and we chat about wrestling we talk it's a good time and tonight I'm opening it up as a free preview for everyone everyone in the world to come and join so head on over to patreon.com slash mr warren hayes and join us immediately after uh the stream here for the post stream it's a lot of fun another way you can show some support is by donating a super chat and your comment will be read on on air by Kristen ashley how you doing Kristen? They, they can't hear you at all let's have a look see give it a try now say hello hello my name is Kristen. hello it is not a tumor yes <laughs> we heard you say, we heard you do your perfect, pitch perfect, perfect. impersonation of right. uh, of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Apologies, folks. Thank you for bearing with us on that one. I don't, I'm not quite sure what happened here. But hey, the important thing is Kristen is here, right? Kristen Ashley is here. And uh, Kristen, <laughs> as, you, as you were saying, you're like our, uh, yeah, as you were saying, you're like the, the, the Ed McMahon to my Johnny Carson, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. The more talented one. The, well, anyway, the prettier one, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Ed McMahon was definitely the prettier one. <laughs> Kristen, are we are we set to go, or do we already have maybe a few Super Chats that we need to Oh, we already way? have, like, four of them. Okay, let's go right yeah. ahead. All right, so first we have Anakin JMT. Says, official announcement, any Super Chats made asking Warren to do or say something that he actually says or does, I will make a GIF of within 24 hours. At Anakin JMT on Twitter to see it. Okay. Uh, okay. Ooh, so, yeah. uh, so, you know, okay. Using my own facial expressions against me. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Thank you, Anakin. So, any requests that come in, Anakin will make gifts. Okay, that's one thing. All right. Thank you very much, Anakin, for the super chat. Uh, all right. I'm just going to read this one now, even Ooh, though you're talking yeah. about it later. Okay. It covers a couple matches. Evan Wright says, Akata, and sorry, it's going to ruin it. Hiromu? Hiromu, yes. Hiromu. Sorry, I don't watch New Japan. And Evil Sonata will be absolute hose me down bangers. Loved MGF slash Wardlow versus Jurassic Express. And Cheetah Ford was fantastic. Yes, thank you very much for the super chat, Evan. Uh, yeah, we we're, I am going to be talking about New Japan a little later on, but my God, the uh, quarterfinals, uh, not the quarterfinals, but the semifinals are all going to be fantastic. And yes, MGF Wardlow and Jurassic Express was solid. It was such a great way to start off Fighter Fest. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Thank you, Evan, for the super chat. All right. Bear with me. Okay. Throwback Bearing 27. Hey, <laughs> throwback. <laughs> says takeover judgment day. Cross versus Lee. Winner takes all. Book that. It's going to be a killer match and it will end being a barn burner. Warren, great job. Thank you very, thank you very much. Throwback. Uh, yeah, we were talking about it last night. You know, the the idea of pulling out since the last NXT was a uh, was NXT in your house. You know, uh, might as well go back into the 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 bag of old WWE pay per views and pull out Judgment Day, which would be very fitting for Karrion Cross. And you know, Throwback seems to think that Keith Lee is going to be is going to be winning some kind of championship last week. Now, by the way, I know. That the um, I know that the uh, there's a big spoiler that was revealed or reported earlier today about um, Great American Bash next week. I'm not going to be talking about it. I don't even know what it is. I'm keeping far away from the spoilers, and I do appreciate you guys in the chat. If you 
if you respectfully don't uh, don't reveal any spoilers on that end as well, we're a spoiler-free kind of show here. Want to keep that? Want to keep that going? But thank you very much, Throwback, for the super chat. Uh, Nick Wolf said, "Smackdown hacker is real." <laughs> yeah, he was here tonight. He was. He was here yeah. tonight. He was. Yeah, yeah, he was screwing up Kristen's stuff. Thank you very much, Nick, for the super chat. Oh, yeah. um, and I, I see this one right now. Tim Travers says, Kristen and Warren, thanks. Making my night better. Oh, you thank, are you very, thank you very much, Tim. Thank you for always being here. I appreciate you, dude. And last one before we start get going. The other ones are, we're talking about a layer. Liam Moores says, love the show, Warren. Followed you from Fightful. Oh, you fought, you, 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 you this is the best destination, actually. You, you yeah. go to, you, from Fightful to here. Yeah, it's an upgrade. <laughs> Watch. Oh, yeah. I'm here. So yes, yes, that. Kristen's here. So I mean, right up, right there, you're getting extra value straight off the bat. Right, right. So we're good to go then. We are good for a while. We're <laughs> that's good. That's fantastic. So we are going to we're we're going to go right into it, folks. Uh, wait a second. Are we going to go right into it? Yes, we are. Enough, enough of the hacker tonight. Let's go right ahead with the weekly wrestling inspection. Thank you again to Ben, just in case y'all have forgotten. He's the guy who composed that jaunty tune. He's, ben is still, his musical talents are second to none. Let's start talking about wrestling then. We're going to start straight off talking about um, giving some warm soda. Heading back to SmackDown last Friday. I want to talk about the Undertaker tribute that they gave uh, that they gave to the Undertaker who was not there but i mean you can understand why uh it there was a nice it was a nice video recap of the whole thing um very candid pictures as well of undertaker with other talent outside of the gimmick which is something that we're still i'm still not quite used to seeing those that kind of stuff is very cool um and then we goes back to the, his debut in 1990 um and uh and leads into the boneyard match and we watched the whole boneyard match right Kristen? we watched this together on friday Oh sure, and and we saw and we saw the boneyard match, and was like, okay, we're sitting through all of this again. Okay, cool. Like it was the second I hadn't seen it since uh, WrestleMania, so it, it was fine. But then after that, Baron Corbin comes to the ring and he starts talking some shit on Taker. Matt, uh, Jeff Hardy shows up and he starts defending Undertaker, and then basically they have the main event where Jeff Hardy is defending the Undertaker's honor by proxy in a feud against Baron Corbin, who was uh, talking shit. And so they had the match in the main event, and then they had the whole kneeling spot. Uh, serious, that was that was not good. It came across as if Taker was dead, you know, where you had him in a still frame on one knee, and then Jeff Hardy imitating him going like that, and then everyone staying staying uh uh or not everyone but jeff hardy staying uh immobile in the center of the ring you know just like doing this and here's the thing this is my this is my take on this of course it's my take it's my show is undertaker retiring that's the thing everyone seems to be convinced that he is and i say no the language that he's been using up until this point is very very um is very very ambiguous. Oh, yeah. right? He's not committing. It really reminds me of when he left his hat in the middle of the ring after WrestleMania, after fighting Roman Reigns, and left. And it was always oh, retiring, but he never said. It's the same thing here. He never outright said, 
I'm done. He's I'm done. Finished. Retired. He's oh, leaving the yeah. door open. We're not. I don't think we're done with Undertaker yet. And I think we should. I think we should. But also, I don't want. I don't think he wants people to remember him by via his his last match, which was at in oh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That's not. That's not a good way to close out your legacy. Uh, legendary career, sure. I mean, the character of The Undertaker would have never gotten off the ground if it wasn't for the strength of Mark Calloway in portraying it. And then just the whole thing playing off his natural strengths Ooh, and yeah. then adapting as the years went on. He became a leader and a draw. His, you know, his, there's no denying that he is a bona fide legend. It's unfortunate that he feels like he still has to chase that one last match after he and Goldberg had that stinker pot. But, uh, hey, you know, uh, that's uh, that's the legacy that he has. But and, and again, one last thing, something I hear a lot of, you know, because it has been pointed out Undertaker during the, the last ride documentary wearing a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt, wearing um, militia symbols, you know, the don't tread on me coiled snake thing. And people are like, ah, kids, just t-shirts, keep politics out of wrestling. It doesn't, it doesn't. Politics have always been a part of pro wrestling. If you, if you booed Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik, you were involved, you got involved in politics and wrestling. If you rooted for Hulk Hogan against the traitor Sergeant Slaughter, you rooted for politics and pro wrestling. Politics and, go re and pro wrestling go hand in hand. That's absolutely a deal. So if Undertaker wants to go out and uh, do his his uh, documentary dressed in Blue Lives Matters gear, that's his prerogative, of course. But I think it's fair for any of us to uh, to criticize him, just to go straight in and say, "Hey, you know what? Um, you know what? You're." Uh, you're not cool for wearing that. And I think it's cool to point it out. It's absolutely fine. Does it change his legacy, his career? No, absolutely not. But I think it's fair game at the same time. I do want to say a big thank you to Spees and the bench Benchmark Show, excuse me, who uh, who joined the channel as a member. Thank you very much, Chris and Silky, who are celebrating their two-year anniversary tomorrow evening. So you head on over to their Twitch, to their Twitch channel tomorrow and you celebrate with them Otherwise, uh, otherwise, Chris will find you and say nasty things about your mother. Isn't that right, Kristen? Yeah, I saw all of that, Spees. And I, my tweet about I'm glad that I'm certain people's friends, that was about you, sir. Oh, that there was, you go. That was great. I'm just glad that he doesn't tweet at me like that. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> How are we doing, Kristen? Are we good on Super Chats? Uh, no, we have four. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Anakin JMT says, Hot trash from SmackDown. My local Fox affiliate interrupting every 10 to 12 minutes with a severe weather update, making SmackDown unwatchable. I missed the finishes to the first two new matches. Grrr. Ah. Uh, hopefully the weather wasn't... Well, at least apparently the weather wasn't too severe because... You know, you're you're still here and you're talking with us. And Mr. Fretz became a member of the channel. Mr. Fretz, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. All right, next super chat. Evan Wright says, Jeff Hardy hits a tombstone on Seamus. Let's go. <laughs> uh, would he would he adopt then a, a bit of Undertaker's offense 
you know, I mean, he did he did stick up for him. He should be able to take the the tombstone or the you know the old school rope walk when you think about it. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Thank you very much, Evan, for the super chat. Uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine. Says MAGA Undertaker has go away heat with me. Fair enough, man. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, he's been he's been a character for so long. We get the peek behind the curtain, and we peek behind the curtain. We're we're kind of like, ooh. I tweeted out not that long ago, and Kristen, you might remember this. I tweeted out not too long ago. You know the old saying that says "never meet your heroes." Sometimes uh -huh. I'm like, I it's, I hope my heroes never go on Twitter. <laughs> Because sometimes yeah. it's, it turns out to be extremely disappointing. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me. Last one. Aaron J's fan says, kneel before taker, Warren. Oh, no. I don't kneel, I don't kneel before any man. I just kneel before okay. Kristen because that's how, that's how our, our relationship works. That's how every woman, that's how every relationship should be, really. There you go. Yeah. Um, let's get some uh, some quick cool beans into this situation here uh, with uh, the match between The New Day and Lucha House, House Party versus Cesaro uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura and Miz and Morrison was real good. And I really liked it because, again, it was another opportunity for Lucha House Party to come off as stars. They got the win here, but they had such a good, good, good showing. Um, uh, Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik. I used to cover 205 Live. Watch them re religiously, regularly. They were they were cornerstones. Uh, as good as Kalisto is, I really think that these two guys are better. It was always a shame that they were brought up to uh, main roster to job out to uh, Lars Sullivan. You know, um, whereas here, you know, they're they're putting on great matches, and I swear to God, I swear you guys. The minute that Lince Dorado picks up a microphone and they let him cut promos, I swear y'all are going to be surprised. You're going to be extra, extra surprised. He is very, very good at what he does. Let's move on then. Get rid of some cool beans. And we're going to go for some hot trash. If we're, Folks, if, we're, if you're a regular viewer of the Mr. Warren Hayes show and we're moving from Friday Night Smackdown to Monday Night Raw... And I'm opening Monday Night Raw with some hot trash. What do you think I'm going to talk about? Is it going to be about um, uh, about the main event where Sasha Banks uh, basically told Drew McIntyre to, 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 to stay calm? No, of course not. I'm going to be talking about the goddamn double contract signing. I Look, there's one... Hang on. Everyone now knows that I that I don't like contract signings, that I loathe them, that I think that they're very, very oh, yeah. poor creative. But my mentions explode whenever WWE announces one of these now. And I'm like, yep, yep, I know I saw it. And y'all are doing it just to rub some salt in the wound, aren't you? You're just doing that so that will make them feel even more. Anyway, look, here's the thing. When it started, the show starts, the contract signing setup is there, and Joe's in the middle of the ring, and you have Bailey, Sasha, and Asuka all fighting each other, cold open. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is cool. I I I like this. This was this was something new and fresh. It's like, 
we're setting up for the contract signing, but is it going to happen or not? Or are they just going to sign angrily and move on? Like, I was like, okay, well, this this is something. This is cool. But no, Dolph comes and, 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 and Drew comes and Dolph cuts a promo. Then Drew cuts a promo. Then Oscar cuts a promo in Japanese. Then uh, uh, um, uh, Sasha cuts her promo, and then and then the tables get flipped and everyone brawls. So it was back back to the good old formula, despite the fact that I thought that they had something. But no, it was the same lazy garbage, same lazy trash per usual. However, if I'm, I'm going to point out one highlight of the uh, of the contract oh, signing, yeah. it's the return of the boss stamp. That's really cool, and you know everything. These days about Sasha Banks is fantastic. They're really going back to the to the boss character, making her making her feel uh special again. Kristen, I know you're a Sasha fan. You gotta be happy these days about that. Yes. I was so happy to see that. I'm I'm gonna get one or make one. I have a bedazzler somewhere, I'm sure. So yeah, uh, yeah, because you could basically go to Staples, get any old one and just like you know, hot glue some sequins on it. Right. <laughs> Look, it's awesome. I want, I want one, and I want to just randomly, like at the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I just have you sign this deposit slip? Oh yeah, sure. Bam, and then whip it out, <laughs> and then be like, but that that says Boston, not your name. That is my name, but no, ma'am. Legal reasons, we have to have you sign your name. Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you just boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we good? Are we? Uh, should I move on to my next point, Kristen, or do we have? Oh, we have a couple. Okay. I'm we have a couple. Uh, throwback 27 says, I want a gif of Warren doing Boston slang. Wicked. Caw clicker. Donkeys. Bubbler. Pissa. Pock the caw. And then in parentheses, he says, revenge for my show Tuesday. But hang on a second. If they're gifs, you can't hear me if they're gifs. Gifs are, they're just images. They're just that. Like, okay, well, here, I can do like, what is it? Cockies? Khakis. How about that? Khakis. See, I get. I put a little, uh, a little inflection there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Evan Wright. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. By the way, for the super chat. Anywho, uh, Evan Wright says contract signings, champions getting pinned, Big Show getting four segments on the show. Raw was the bottom of the barrel, closest to the fire hot trash. Raw was rough. It was really, really rough to watch this Monday. Uh, it, yeah, and the, 2020, and we're getting a big show push. But, but I know he's being fed to Randy Orton. It's not really a push, but yeah. holy smokes. I mean, no, I, I completely agree. It was a tough one to get through. Absolutely. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, DGMC says, when is our contract signing, Warren? Got a table. What con- what, what contract are we supposed to sign? Sign. Yeah. I'm not aware of whether we're doing business, you and I, DGMC. Sorry. Fight contract. Uh, throwback 27 says, oh, has Kristen seen Sasha's chaotic wrestling? Oh, uh, Kristen, have you seen Sasha's chaotic wrestling? No, I mean, I know she had a little bit of a run before she got signed um, in the indies, but I have not seen any video of it. I'll have to look that up. All right, very good. And then, oh, oh no, we got more. more. Okay, okay, oh, we okay. Got more. Don't even worry yeah. about it. 
Uh, Anakin JMT says, Warren, in all caps, don't doubt my abilities. I'll just put the words over your image. Okay, no, fine. No, but because uh, you could put the words, but it's the... Look, okay, it's in your hands, Anakin. Work your magic. I believe in you. I believe in you. Uh, last one, Cyclops, better than Wolverine, says, uh, WTF, are they doing with Blair? Bianca Blair versus Banks is money. I look, uh, what are they doing with Bianca Belair? I don't, I don't understand. Uh, see, this is the thing. Uh, we got a super chat just mentioning it. Four, three to four segments with Big Show on one evening, and Bianca Belair is nowhere to be found. Oh, yeah. so, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler as well, nowhere to be found. And y'all remember how. Uh, Shayna Baszler was pushed, right? She came in and she she vampired Becky Lynch. She eliminated everyone from the elimination chamber Ooh, like yeah. that, and then suddenly she disappears. This, I mean, this is grandiose WWE, and she's not injured. She's fine. She's healthy. It's not even a question that oh maybe she she twisted her pinky. No 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 no. She's good to go. They're just not using her, and that my friends just boggles my mind. Same thing with Bianca Belair. I don't understand WWE. I really don't. I think I think we can wait a little bit. For okay, okay, we'll move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, very good. Um, let's see here. Yeah, some more cool beans. Uh, you know what? I really liked the Bobby Lashley Ricochet match on Monday Night Raw. I thought it was the show saving grace. And the way that they are booking Bobby Lashley these days, they should have waited uh, for the for the Drew McIntyre feud, they should have fed him Drew further down the line, uh, but because he was bleeding and with the sweat, Bobby is already he's already a, a, a he's an easy sweat. He's a guy who <laughs> he sta he starts sweating fairly easily. Then mixed in with the blood and he was all fierce and shit. It was such a good good visual. Ricochet sold his ass off, his ass off. It was such a good beating that he took. Of course, there's always the, the argument where you're going to say, you're a promotion in 2020, you have Ricochet signed to the roster and you don't use him. What the hell is wrong with you people? There's always that. But at least in this situation, we got a good match. Um, yeah, I mean, and it makes you wonder why they didn't do this with Bobby Lashley years ago instead of having him run through obstacle courses and meeting uh, his sisters via Sami Zayn, which was absolute... <laughs> You remember that, Kristen? I try to forget it. I'm here to make room to remind you. That's great. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, next, we're go okay. We're gonna keep the cool beans going. I want to talk about the Great American Bash and Fighter Fest from last night, and I'm gonna focus specifically on stuff I really liked. If you want to hear about stuff I didn't like, come on over to the post stream after. That's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about stuff I didn't like this week because there was a, a lot of stuff to like. So, first of all, straight off the bat, NXT Fordle. Fordle. I'm making words up as we, as we go along. NXT Fatal 4-Way Elimination Match. Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim. What a strong, strong opening match that they had to kick this off. What the fuck are they doing with Candice LeRae, though? Like, seriously, and you guys know we stand for Candice LeRae at Warren Hayes HQ. You guys know this. I cannot, I don't know what they're doing. I thought that this was going to be the start of a legitimate push for her. But they've, 
she's basically the same. Only now she she's a little more uh, angsty, and she, she she wears pixie wings. That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference at this point, and it bothers me. I love Candice. Anyway, look, she gets eliminated first. Nox, uh, Dakota Kai, and Tegan Nox could fight forever in my book. They have such fantastic chemistry. I love it. Um, uh, uh, there's, uh, 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 excuse me, Ooh, yeah. uh, Kai, not Kai, Knox hits a huge uh, cannonball senton in the corner on uh, Kai, and Kai's neck just whips back. It was so good. Um, she also, Knox hits a great fallaway slam into a bridge. Kai hits the chiropractor, but Knox wins the match with a molly go round, followed by the shiniest wizard. It was great, especially once we got to these two women together. Sure, there was Mia Yim at some point. She threw herself out onto the floor, and you're like, why is she doing that exactly? Well, that wasn't very clear. But otherwise, this was such good, good stuff. I loved this match. It was a great opener. I want to say hello to Aaron's Jays fan, Bluegrass Jeff, Goodfellow1422 who are in the chat. Welcome. Thank you for, thank you for popping by. This was good stuff. Uh, we have a couple chats. Oh, I'll start okay. with the most relevant, and then we'll talk about the other ones. Uh, Evan Wright says, well, you answered it kind of, right? What was that Mia Yim dive spot? What happened, LOL? It, it is one of these complete mysteries of life. I don't know what happened. I, she was trying to defend it on Twitter. That's well, where Speed's got in trouble. Yes, yes, Spee's got but salutations. But Spee's got blocked because someone snitch tagged him. Folks, don't snitch tag. The wrestlers, they got in, they got in, don't be a snitch. They they have enough to, to deal with on their plate. If we're talking wrestling amongst ourselves and we're not adding the wrestlers, Ooh, yeah. it's just because we want to have a conversation amongst ourselves and we don't necessarily have to fill their their uh, notifications more than they already are. Hey, don't snitch. It's it's yeah. bad form. It's poor form. Right. Uh, Anakin JMT earlier said WWE has bought Evolve, according to PW Insider. I saw that just as we were going in, so we'll talk about it in a, in a little bit. But yeah, that's 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 big news. Uh, and then Mr. Fretz says Dexter Roddy is fantastic. Cinematic match, please. I know you're yeah. not talking about this tonight, but you should. I don't know why you wouldn't be. <laughs> well, I it, it look I I I I think right now the. Roderick Strong, Dexter Loomis feud is one of the best that WWE has going. I I completely agree. A a cinematic match where, you know, prey Hunter versus prey kind of thing. I think it'd be I think it'd be great. I, Kristen Kristen is uh, adores Dexter Loomis, loves his work, loves the character. You'd be down for that, right, Chris? Uh, oh my gosh, uh, yeah. uh, sort of a cinematic match, sort of like a stalker situation. Well, they got real. Uh like artsy with this segment last mm -hmm. night they were very they were done differently and i liked him a lot and uh if you're gonna put anyone in like a i mean loomis oh he's so good he's so creepy i love it i know you do <laughs> AEW on the in the meantime they started off with jurassic express versus mjf and wardlow and uh i think it was evan who left a super chat early on uh, saying that this match was great and it was fantastic. I get and uh, two strong openers for our Wednesday night wars. These are such talented, talented guys. Wardlow is one of the greatest surprises of 2020. Uh, the more this guy wrestles, the more impressed I am with what he's capable of doing, how polished he is. 
Uh, Jungle Boy is amazing. He had some fantastic dives to the floor. He did dual dives, then a Topican Hilo. Even Luchasaurus does, does one. And I, I think I talk about it every time Luchasaurus does one. It's part of his arsenal. It's not like something he pulls out once every six months. Every time he does it, I, I just look at him flat. I'm like, he's not supposed to do that. It, it doesn't work. The, the physics get involved in this. Keep this man grounded. It doesn't work. I love it. Um, Jungle Boy reverses out of an F10 with a Poison Rana. And just the fact that Wardlow's able to take it. That was a great bump. Uh, Wardlow gets pinned after getting accidentally punched in the face by MJF with the, uh, with the uh, diamond ring. There's nothing bad to say about this match. It was really, really good. Two solid openers. Um, moving on to uh, to the next match that happened on AEW, which was Hikaru Shida versus uh, um, Penelope Ford. This was real, real good. It was really good. And it kind of adds into the theory that I've been pushing ever since JPQ of the No Particular Angle podcast told me about it, that Hikaru Shida as champion is the best move for the division because then she can be positioned as a type of a Bret Hart type general in-ring technician who can guide uh, any woman to a good to great match. And that's what she did with Penelope Ford yesterday. Penelope was able to shine yesterday. Now, I'm not giving 100% credit to um, to Sheeta. Penelope Ford has improved so much. Like, she, she is going to be in contention for one of the most improved wrestlers of 2020. Uh, from when she started in January to now, she is much more TV ready than she's been in many other installments, whether it had been on Dark or on Dynamite. She really looked good. I loved the sequence that she had where she did her uh, cartwheel back elbow, uh, followed by a running face wash kick and a German suplex. I thought that was great. Sheeta, super crisp. The question, of course, that always remains is why aren't they putting more women on TV? They just signed... Anna Jay and Abaddon. Just give them matches. That's how you're going to improve. That's how you're going to get better. Give them matches. Put them on TV. Ooh, yeah. I understand that they were putting a lot of stock into Britt Baker and Chris Statlander. I get that. But uh, they're not there anymore. And you have other women that you could be putting forward and pushing. I dig the fact that Big Swole is in a feud with Britt Baker. But Britt Baker won't be able to wrestle till the end of August. Have uh, Swole do something for Pete's sake. But that being said, Sheeta versus Ford was a really, really good match. You know what else uh, was? Oh, yes. Sorry, uh, Evan Wright says that Matrix dodge on the miss the missile drop kick. Yes. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Evan. Absolutely. Uh, kind of popped me, to be honest. Sheeta goes on the top rope, does a missile drop kick, and that's how Penelope dodges it. She just does that, the Matrix you know the the matrix matrix back thing kind of like um bray wyatt when he did that creepy thing where he was on all fours that was really good the timing on it was perfect it kind of popped me that was good stuff cyclops is better than wolverine says aw should hire faye jackson and thunder rosa Ooh. don't think you don't think all that much about faye jackson right but yeah that'd be a good that'd be a good get thunder rosa look i mean Personally, my heart breaks for NWA and everyone involved in NWA. It really does break my heart. Um, and she's the women's champion right now. Like, 
she can't just like show up anywhere. Anyway, look, we'll see what's going to happen. I know there's a lot of restructuring happening within happening with NWA. Thunder Rosa was very, very invested in it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens going forward. But uh, those would definitely be two solid, solid gets. You know what else was a solid get? Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Lorcan. That was a good get for all of us over on NXT. And maybe it's because New Japan is back and I'm really, really eager to just watching dudes beat the shit out of each other. But I was highly entertained by Oni versus Thatcher. And with reason. Uh, Oni, Oni is bare bones, no nonsense. He just wants to beat people up. And Timothy Thatcher is cut from the same cloth. It was great. Stretches uh, I, I, everywhere. Grappling, submissions, strikes. I love the spot where uh, Oni has an arm bar on uh, on Thatcher, and Thatcher goes to lift him into a you know one arm power bomb. You know that spot that we've all that's not dramatic anymore because we've seen it too many times. Well, Thatcher tries to do that, but Oni keeps him grounded in the submission. But Thatcher then reverses him into a cross face and in the meantime he sort of Indian death locked the legs oh that was so 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 good I loved it um and uh and of course you know um uh, Thatcher has has Oni like in a grounded sleeper and Oni starts fish hooking him ah it was good stuff Uh, that's the kind of match I want to take the time to rewatch. it was really really good Jason PS3 welcome to the chat good to see you uh, Throwback27 says, it's like, well, he was talking about dead air when I they couldn't hear me. Oh, go ahead. Um, but he says, but you're still amazing, bud. He says Loomis versus Oni. I'm wondering if he means Thatcher versus Oni. It was a clinic and was a match to study. They should be in the fight pit. Yeah, I think he did mean Thatcher versus, uh, yes. Yeah. However, Loomis versus Oni would be wild because then you have two completely different temperaments because Oni, is, he's a savage, right? That'd be that'd be wild in and about itself, but you know, I think we're in agreement. Throwback and uh, more fight pit. We want more fight pit. Where's the fight pit? Bring back the fight pit. I want to pronounce the term fight pit as much as I can. Fight pit. Fight pit. Fight pit. Fight pit. So fight pit. Uh, and then just to rewind, so we don't forget DGMC here. He says for me, Pen- Penelope was the best part of all in 2018. Yes, uh, in that um, in the match that Joey Janela, uh, who was Joey Janela fighting? I can't remember, but it was a it was a really good match. And yes, uh, Penelope was uh, was uh, very very involved in the match. It was very good. That was fantastic. Yes, it was the Cracker Barrel Clash. That's right. Thank you, Mister Fritz. Yes, that'll be all. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Still, still hanging on to last night uh, and uh, sticking around with uh, going back over to AEW at, uh, at the very least. Main event, such a good idea to put the tag titles in the main event. Page and Omega versus the best friends. Again, solid stuff. Chucky e. T hitting some gruesome sit-out pile drivers. They were fantastic. Omega was bumping his ass off throughout the entire match. Page, hangman Adam Page, again, one of the best acts in the business and a talented wrestler to boot. It was so good. The best friends at some point hit strong zero. Page and Omega are on page, and Omega comes in to break up the pin like at the very, very last second. Oh, that was good stuff, and there were a whole bunch of great near falls between Trent 
and Adam Page at the end, but it's the buckshot Larry that does yeah. it. We got to talk about the angle at the very end. FTR, who were watching, come into the ring. They and they they give beers to the champs. One for Page, one for Omega, and Omega takes the beer, but he pours it out. And oh boy, did Cash and Dax did not like that. They they were like, "Hey man, what the hell?" So the young bucks run out to sort of try and keep the peace, and and the 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 the, the, the little morsel here that Adam Page was sort of pissed at Kenny Omega. He was like, "What the hell are you doing, man? This is a, a token of of friendship, of appreciation. It's like it's just, it's like a badge of honor that you're getting, and you're dumping it out. What the hell?" So the last image we have are the young bucks and Kenny Omega on one side and FTR and Adam Page on the other. And I'm like, ah, AEW is so good at this long-term booking stuff, just dropping these little nuggets all the way through. We know something's going to happen down the line with, with Hangman Page. We just don't know what yet. And now, is, now the question is, is he going to align himself with FTR? Someone last night uh, on the Wednesday Night Wars podcast posited the idea that Cody could end up creating a new four horsemen, a heel Cody with FTR and Adam Page in a sort of a Narn role. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That'd be, I mean, I that's a four horsemen revival that I could 100% get behind. I know you'd get behind the four horsemen anytime, Kristen, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, Evan Wright says Big Soul teasing a Nicole Savoy appearance in AEW on Twitter is awesome. Ooh. Also, give me Thunder Rosa and Allison K as well. All game changers, in my opinion. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Allison K had arguably the best match of the uh, recent NWA run. What was it? Was uh, was at uh, was it Into the Fire or their second? Pa- I think it was at the second pay per view earlier this year that they had. They just tore the house down. It was such a good match. Nicole Savoy, man, I don't know why she's not. She's in a ring of honor, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know why she's not working on some of the larger promotions. She's so good. <laughs> Anakin JMT says, four gifable moments so far, Warren, keep it up. I agree, keep them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and then we're going to move on to uh, the main event of Great American Bash, Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks. Goddamn, man. This was so good, right, Kristen? I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, no, it was, in my opinion, it was booked perfectly. I loved it. I think so Every too. second. I yep. think so too. Uh, and the pace started off fast and both women kept up. Sasha is, Sasha's in her element when she's, it, you can feel when the restraints are off Sasha Banks. You know, when, when, when she's overproduced, when she's like following, by the way, a critical sting, good to see you. When, um, when she's in the uh, when she's overproduced, when she's really following a pattern or adapt, you know, following a very very close script, you can tell. And over the past couple of weeks, she's been having these matches where she's just letting loose, she's cutting loose, and she, we're we're starting to see our 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 good old Sasha, the one that we fell in love with, the one that we that we are we're all like, look, this woman's a star. We're getting her back. I feel her coming back. This was so good. Um, Io hit a missile dropkick early on. Sasha fell to the floor. Then uh, Shirai followed up with a great flying crossbody. Um, it was so good. Io was setting Sasha up at some point early on on the top rope. 
And then Bailey goes to one of the cars that's on the set and starts honking the horn to 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 distract Shirai. And I'm like, of course Bailey does this. Of course she does. It was so good. Um, this entire match rocked. Uh, uh, Io hits a Frankensteiner on Sasha, and Sasha landed on her ass. That couldn't have felt good. You're not supposed to land on your ass after a Frankensteiner. Um, Shirai hits a really taut German suplex. Sasha was folded in half on that one. Uh, I like the spot where Sasha gets Io in a tree of woe when she starts telling her, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. And she's, goddamn, she's right. Banks uh, ends up hitting a top rope Meteora uh, and uh, she power bombs Io off the apron onto the plexiglass and then to the floor. The frog splash is countered into a crossface by Shirai, and then Bailey tries to run interference. Then Asuka comes out to mist uh, uh, Sasha so Io can get the win. I- I'm not crazy about the crossover with the main with the main roster angle. I'm not. I, I really am not. The match was awesome. I'm just not a fan of Asuka coming down to promote an angle that's happening on stuff that has nothing to do with NXT technically um you know and you know I've seen some people say well well you have you know they had to do this to protect Sasha otherwise Sasha uh would have looked weak going into the pay-per-view and it's like well what do you do you have Sasha you have EO drop the title immediately to, to Sasha no you have to protect EO too here's the thing the best way to protect your two women who are caught in a situation where they have to be protected. Here's the best way to protect them. Are you ready for this? Don't book the match. It's just as simple as that. Find them anything else to do. Shirai Shirai versus Banks happened on Wednesday. And honestly, between all of us, it happened because WWE wanted to counter-program. It's just as simple as that. They just wanted to counter-program what Fighter Fest was doing with a big match that they knew people would be really excited to see. Shirai versus Banks in the context was a good call, but we got this wonky ending to it, which I didn't care for, um, but ultimately makes sense. Anywho, I like the match. I know you like the match too, Kristen. I did. Throwback 27 says Mercedes KV, just Sasha, was awesome last night. KV, sorry. Uh... Mercedes. It was Sasha's indie name. Mercedes KV. Okay. okay. Hello. Yes, uh, it was awesome. Yes. Okay. I'm reconnecting. I thought you were talking about Mercedes Martinez. That's the thing. No. I was like, no. oh, Mercedes. Yeah, because Mer- Mercedes Martinez is coming back next week. Right. Evan Wright says, hot take. Liked Ford Cheetah more than Banks EO. Ooh. That is a hot take. <laughs> and then DGMC says, all I want is Boston Hug versus Sky Pirates. That's all. Why can't we have nice things like DGMC <laughs> offers? Why just, why can't we have nice things like that? I mean, it's not as if they're doing something really important yeah. with, uh, with Kyrie Sane right now. Jesus. I want to say hello to our boy, Wild Boy, who's in the chat. Good to see you, man. New Japan, New Japan, New Japan Cup! New Japan Cup! New Japan Cup. I am excited because the New Japan Cup is moving forward. We're, our, 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 our semifinals are set, folks. I am stoked. But we're gonna run through uh, the the last uh, the last uh, couple of nights here just to make sure we're we're all caught up. Um, going back to night six, um, night six wasn't 
there was nothing here that that I'd be like, hey, you have to go see this. It was fine. It was good stuff. But uh, but there's nothing here that's like recommended uh, recommended viewing here. Um, on night six, we had uh, Yoshihashi versus Bushi. Um, I I will say straight off that Yoshihashi Yoshihashi defeated Bushi, so he went into the quarterfinals. So to me, instantly. Yoshihashi is the wrestler who has benefited the most from the pandemic because there's no way he goes to the quarterfinals of the New Japan Cup. Are you kidding me? In any other context, this wasn't a. It, it was an okay match. It wasn't even a good match. It was. It wasn't bad, but you know, uh, just they're not Ooh, the greatest. Yeah. They're, they're not the greatest performers. It was fine. Problem is though, you know, Yoshihashi at some point his. I think it was his right leg sort of went that way while the rest of his body was going that way and it looked really gnarly and I think he hurt himself and um, and for all the shit I like to give Yoshihashi uh, him being injured is not is that's not cool I hope he's okay because um, they they booked his match against Evil on night 7 a little strangely so I'm afraid he might be injured um, Sonata versus Show. Look, it, it's a shame that Show's not going forward, but it, it does make sense that Sonata does. And at the same time, I think it establishes very, very clearly Ooh, that we're getting yeah. Show versus Shingo again at Dominion for the Never title. And I'm okay with that because Show and Shingo together rule the school. They're fantastic. Uh, and I think it's time to pull the trigger on the Show singles run. Uh, get rid of the dead weight. Yo is dead weight for him at this point. Get rid of it. He's a star. Everyone knows he's a star. He he can carry himself like a star. He wrestles like a star. Let him win the goddamn never title at Dominion in a couple of weeks. Nick Wolf, sorry, says, please keep Yoshihashi's knee in prayer. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, I... You know, I, I I rag on the guy a lot, but I don't want wrestlers to get hurt. I don't Ooh, want them. Yeah. You know, I want everyone to have long and fruitful careers. Because if Yoshihashi disappears, then that means I can't rag on him anymore, and that sucks. <laughs> DGMC says Warren, say my life mission is to screw over DGMC. My why would I say my life mission is to screw over DGMC? Why would I say that? I don't understand. Uh, there's. <laughs> going right over my head. I don't understand. Um, Ibushi versus Taichi uh, happened as well with Taichi going over. There were some Zack Sabre Jr. shenanigans involved in this match here who came out to support Taichi. Well, not a bad match at all. Definitely uh, uh, more of a Taichi pace, but we got Taichi, the Taichi that I like. The, the guy who gives a shit. Who wants, who's like, hey, I'm going to do something here that's really interesting. And Ibushi's the kind of opponent that brings that out of him. It was good. I really, really liked it. I thought it was a very, very strong match. Ended with um, he used his the iron claw, the iron fingers, to clock Ibushi across his handsome golden, golden face. Uh, and the Black Mephisto ended it. I, I mean, Tai Chi is my right now. Tai Chi is my bracket buster. I didn't expect him to go past the first round. And yet, who we are. Um, Evan Wright says, I was so satisfied seeing Evil beat the Goofy out of Yoshi hyphen Hashi. <laughs> tai Chi had an amazing tournament. Final four were great calls all around. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I, and let, well, let's talk. Well, okay. For, before we talk about evil and Yoshihashi, because yeah, I mean that was that was something. Um, we on on night six, uh, the main event was Goto versus Evil. This was fine. Hiroki Goto is is a big is a big meaty meat man. Evil is a big meaty meat man. So you got meat men slapping each other around. It was good. Goto is he's reliable. You always know what he's gonna deliver, and it's good stuff. Evil has a good move set. He knows what he's doing. It was fine. It was a no frills match. If you like, if you like. Uh, athletic strong men doing athletic strong things. This is the match for you. It was fine. Uh, nothing wrong about it. However, let's go on to night seven. Let's let's go to night seven, which was today or earlier tonight, last night or earlier this morning, depending on your point of view and where you are in the world. Holy shit! Hiromu okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. We have a. We can't forget that we have a grudge chat, right? <laughs> Get all excited. Settle down. Nick Wolf says, Evil Sonata is the start of the break from LIJ for Sonata. Can you say Sonata Gun? Oh, Sonata Gun, huh? Mm. See, I don't I, I don't know about the LIJ breakup. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like this is something that people have been talking about for years at this point. I, I really feel like every year it's like, oh, this is where they start breaking up. And... The, the factions don't quite work like in North America. They're okay fighting amongst each other. It's all a question of supremacy. Hell, I had picked, when I did my brackets for New Japan with the Blazer Bros, I had I had posited that um, that uh, 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 Shingo was going to beat everyone and go to the finals and win the finals and then head on over against, um, head on over against Naito. And in the process, he would have defeated... He would have defeated Sonata. He would have defeated Evil. He would have defeated Takahashi because I had Takahashi moving to the finals, and then going into the uh, going into Dominion after winning the, the the cup, and you know basically telling Naito, "Look, I beat everyone in here. I'm the real leader. I just have to beat you." But of course, then Naito just slaps some sense into him, kind of thing. That would have been my thing, and then everyone would have been okay. You know, Lij's okay. I'm sure they're gonna be okay. I I don't I don't think. I don't think Sonata has the the the, the chops to be a, a faction leader. I still think Zack Sabre Jr. I think Suzuki Gun, the 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 inheritor of Suzuki Gun is Zack Sabre Jr. Make it Junior Gun. I think that's what's happening. Hiromu Takahashi versus Tomohiro Ishii. Two of my favorites. Tomohiro Ishii is the MVP of New Japan. Hiromu was fantastic. Holy shit, this match was good. Uh, completely lived up to my expectations. Like, exactly how I hoped, how good, uh, it, it, it was exactly as good as I hoped, and even it went above that. Um, they really went toe-to-toe, -to -toe, right? They really fought against each other uh, with some fantastic strength battles. I mean, Hiromu was shoulder-blocking Ishii down, right? I get it that... Ishii's bigger and he's technically a heavyweight, but he's still a smaller guy, you know, as far as the heavyweights go. So it, it did make sense. But Ishii, man, he pelted the hell out of Hiromu. And he fucking took his head off with that one lariat. And if you've seen that gif going around Twitter, you know what lariat I'm talking about. My God. And I love the ending because Hiromu hit the time bomb earlier on in the match. Couldn't put Ishii away. So he had to bring out the, the time bomb too which is the one that he used at Wrestle Kingdom to put Dragon Lee away. 
and uh, or uh, really now, uh, and, um, and 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 I dug that because it still lets Ishii come off as being strong because. So, oh, your regular finisher is not going to do it with this guy. You got to bring out the big one. And he brought out the big one. I loved it. Appointment viewing, Kristen, this match is. It's appointment viewing. I'm sure it was. Uh, Evan Wright said that Ishii Lariat on Hiromu took me out. God bless her. God bless. My God. Like, that's the kind of move where I'm like, I can't be a pro wrestler. I can't do that. I can't. Like, like Ishii does that on me. My entire chest caves in. I'm dead. I'm just dead. Take me to the hospital. Stick a fork in me. Oh, Evan Wright also says, Zack Sabre Jr. putting Suzuki down for good would be top tier. Honest to God, that's that's my long-term hope. You know, where there's, where Sabre is like, old man, it's time to put you out to pasture. And you know how good that would be with Zack Sabre Jr. being that, Little smarmy fuck. You know what? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Where he talks down to Minoru Suzuki, thinks he's king shit, and he lives up to it. He beats the old man and he takes control of Suzuki Gun. Oh, honestly, that's my that's my dream. That's my dream match right there. My dream scenario, if you will. Are we good? Yeah, we are good. Okay, okay, good. Um, the um the evil versus Yoshihashi match. The, uh, that was mentioned earlier. I think it was Evan Wright who uh, who left the super chat. I don't quite remember. No, yeah, it was Evan Wright. Um, the uh, or was it Evan Wright? Yes, it was. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, look. Anywho. The the <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, this is this is the point where I'm I'm pretty sure Yoshihashi is injured because this was an extremely short match where Yoshihashi comes to the ring and Evil just. Starts. He comes to the ring with a slight limp, and then Evil just goes after him with a chair, beats the shit out of the knee, and then wraps him in a sharpshooter. And all that Yoshihashi does for a good sixty seconds is scream in pain, and then eventually the referee calls the match. So, you know, this was probably the best way to get him out, get him out of the tournament because uh, because he's probably injured. And honestly, that sucks because. He'd been on the shelf with an injury for a good part of 2019, uh, 2018, 2019. Honestly, I feel for the guy. Like I said, I rag on him a lot, but he's he's a great athlete. Uh, you know, you don't wrestle. Again, I like to rag on him, but you don't wrestle in New Japan uh, and be a complete useless lump of coal, unlike it was maybe in the earlier 2000s, like Bob Sapp, for instance. Um, you know, I, I, you don't want anyone to be injured. I hope he's okay. If he's injured, I hope he gets to come back quickly. It sucks. Godspeed to you, Yoshihashi. Godspeed. J.K. Schwal 03 yes. says R.I.P. to Yoshi-Hashi's reign of terror and me. <laughs> For the time being, he'll always have a reign of terror in our hearts. You'll always have a rain of terror in our hearts. Thank you for the super chat, J.K. Schwal. Evan um, Wright says, oh, hold on. Sorry. Evan, Evan Wright says, hashtag Yoshi hyphen Hashi, hashtag justice for DGMC. Oh boy. What's going on with that, by the way? I don't know. I, you know, so, I don't know. There's clearly a problem I'm not aware of. 
I think I might be instigating <laughs> something. I don't know. DGMC is the worst. Kazuchika Okada Ooh. versus Taiji Ishimori also happened. As opposed to Hiromu versus Ishii, this didn't quite live up to what I was hoping, but it was still a good, solid match. Uh, I feel I feel like Ishimori could have exploded more here, but he still got some good shine. Whenever you wrestle Kazuchika Okada, it's an extra level of pressure. The eyes are on you. And, I mean, it, it's a mark of confidence. I love Ishimori. I think he's a great junior heavyweight that could transition easily into heavyweight as well. The guy is strong. He's agile. He's got it all. Um, Okada wins with the Cobra Clutch again. Again. I don't know if it's just because he's like, I don't need to use the Rainmaker on these fools. But we haven't seen the Rainmaker in this tournament so far. I like it. I dig it. And finally, Sonata defeated Tai Chi. This was fine. These are two guys who work a similar style pace of match. And I think it plays against them. Um, because they both need someone to ignite them. When Tai Chi is wrestling a Nibushi, there's a spark that's going to go off. And then something just happens. And for the last third of the match, he becomes absolutely fantastic. Here, it wasn't bad. But, it, you know, it was... This was along, uh, more along the lines of, oh, of course, it's a Sonata Tai Chi match kind of thing. Uh, Sonata uh, is back into locking the skull end like a like a doofus. It looks horrible. Stop, stop. Take the time to lock in your finisher properly, Sonata. You're you're not making me proud. And despite Kanemaru getting involved, there's a, it's an O'Connor roll that puts Tai Chi away, which, to in my opinion. Sets up very clearly for Dominion. Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. versus the Golden Aces. It's hard to not get excited about that. So these are our standings right now. So in our semifinals, we have Takahashi versus Okada. I mean, you can you can just tell me to... I should just watch it in a shower, right? I just should set myself up in a shower and watch it in the shower. Oh my god, that's going to be so good. And Sonata Ooh, versus yeah. Evil, which is a match we've seen before. Maybe with these stakes, they'll turn it up. It's going to be some good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, wraps up the weekly wrestling inspection. Folks, if, uh, if you're liking what you're watching so far, please uh, leave the video a thumbs up or give it a like or a review if you're listening to this on your podcast application. I really would appreciate it. And you can keep dropping us some super chats. Uh, I think Kristen is doing a bang up job keeping all these super chats under control. Hey, so we have a new one from Evan Wright. Woo! <laughs> Love the Sonata Paradise lock on the apron and Sonata looking for praise from Chono. Mm hmm. Double thumbs up from me, New Japan. Yes, absolutely. Good, a couple of nice little details there. Yeah, the part, the 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 paradise lock on the on the. I, I'm a sucker for the paradise lock. I just think he takes too much time between the moment where he locks it in and he does the the drop kick to break it up. Because at some point you're like, look, man, you can't stay in a paradise lock forever, regardless of the physics of it. But I mean, it it it's fine. It's okay. I I still dig it. And and yeah, I mean. Why wouldn't wouldn't you want to get approval by uh by Chono? I I I want him to approve everything I do. Absolutely everything I do. 
so as I said, go right ahead, folks. Uh, feel free to leave a feel free to leave us a super chat. Hello, Warren. It is I, professional wrestling match bot. What did you do? I have returned again. Are I you hope okay? you are well. Uh, that is good to hear. How are the kids? The kids are fine. That is for... good to hear. Did you watch that show what? yet on the What's popular on? streaming service? Yeah, uh, yes. Oh uh, man, it is so good. You need to binge it, friend. So, so good. I mean, there's this one part where that guy does this one thing. Oh man, I don't want to spoil it. You should totally watch it. I believe it is time for you to talk about your favorite professional wrestling matches for the oh. month of June 2020. Okay, okay. According to my database of your tastes and proclivities in regards to professional wrestling, I believe the following matches are your favorite professional wrestling matches for the month of June 2020. Yes, good. Okay, Shall we begin? Okay. Here are your favorite professional wrestling matches for the month of June 2020. Finn Balor vs. Damian Priest's NXT TakeOver in your house June 7, 2020. Is this correct? Yes, that is correct. I thought it was actually the best match of the show. It was super physical. Both guys went really, really at each other. Truly a memorable match. Just sucks that Thank Damian you. Oscar versus Charlotte Flair, Monday Night Raw, June 8th, 2020. Is this correct? Absolutely. Uh, I thought they had an absolutely fantastic match. It was a treat on a, on a Monday night to have such a high-quality match. This is the one you really want to see. To me, it's appointment viewing. Thank it is you. Such a Randy Orton versus Edge, WWE Backlash, June 14th, 2020. Is this even a match, Warren? Uh, wow, okay, so I'm editorializing. Yes, yes, I do believe it is a match nonetheless, despite the fact that it was taped on different levels. Great story, super dramatic. I thought. Thank they you. Yugi Nagata versus Minoru Suzuki, New Japan Cup, June 17th, 2020. Is this correct? Oh, magnificent. Like, this was early on the best match of the tournament. Two guys, two guys over 50, just slapping the hell out of each other. You gotta watch this match. Absolute, absolute Thank carnage. you. Hero Ishii versus Togi Makabe and JPW New Japan Cup, June 24th, 2020. Is this correct? Absolutely, because Tomohiro Ishii is the MVP of New Japan. Let's not forget that. Second, Makabe putting on one of the best performances that, that he's put on in... A long, long time. Magic Thank you. together. Hiromu Takahashi versus Toru Yano and JPW New Japan Cup, June 24th, 2020. Is this correct? Absolutely fantastic. Uh, it, it, comedy match, like comedy matches should be done, and I'm not even kidding. It is a match of the year candidate, despite the fact being goofy, silly, it's absolutely... Thank you. Kazuchika Ikada versus Yugi Nagata and JPW News Japan Cup, June 24th, 2020. Is this correct? Uh, Nagata putting on some fantastic matches, absolute bangers in the year 2020, boggles my mind. Kazuchika Okada, a king as always, 
Fantastic Thank you, FDR versus Sir Cal Unlimited, AEW Dynamite, June 24th, 2020. Is this correct? Uh, we were supposed to get, uh, we were supposed to get, uh, the, the, uh, Natural Nightmares against FTR, and I think the trade-off here was much superior. Fantastic match between FTR and SoCal Unlimited. Thank you, Bobby Lashley versus Ricochet, Monday Night Raw, June 29th, 2020. Is this correct? Absolutely. We just talked about it uh, earlier on in the show. I thought, uh, you know, Bobby Lashley is booked like a monster, exactly like he should. Ricochet you. made him look like a million dollars. This concludes the list of your favorite professional wrestling matches for the month of May 2020. Okay. I hope you continue to enjoy professional wrestling and professional wrestling matches. I should. Okay, thank you. Good night, Warren, from your friend, your real friend with real emotions, professional wrestling bot. Definitely not programmed to simulate emotions. Okay. Okay. Hope I convinced you. Good night, human. I mean, friend. Okay. Thank you very much, professional wrestling bot, for joining us this evening. Sorry, Kristen, right? He, like, he takes us by surprise like this, you know, we're like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> um. Uh, so, are we? We're gonna move on to the final, uh, final little tidbit of the evening here. Sure. Right. We're, couple, we're couple chats. Oh, okay. Let's do. Uh, it. Anakin JMT says, "Warren, I want Ooh, one more yeah. gift moment. Can you spell out the name of Bell to Bell?" Uh. Okay. Yes. That's B E double L T O B E double L E. S. dot com. And Anakin again says, think your bot is broken, Warren. It said those were the best matches of May 22 at the end there. Hey, man, look, I mean, he's what he's trying to pass himself off as human at the same time. He's saying, look, I have real. Emo I have the I don't control this stuff. I don't know what happens. It's the Internet. It's a strange place. You know what else is a strange place, Kristen? What's that? Professional wrestling is a strange place. <laughs> because because you could be on top of the world, you know, as let's say impact world champion. You could be like the first woman woman to hold that title, Kristen. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then by by all sorts of circumstances, you just fall from grace and you and and and, and your company kicks you out while you're champion. It's wild because that's exactly what happened to Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard, this happened last Thursday as we were doing the show. So I didn't have a real opportunity to talk about it. And I just want to, I feel, I feel like talking about it a bit. She left Impact. Uh, her contract was set to expire on, on June 30th, uh, but Impact terminated it despite the fact that she's their world champion and despite the fact that she was supposed to defend the title the Impact World Championship at Slammiversary in a couple of weeks. Now she's gone. So there was definitely some bad blood there because you don't just get rid of your uh of your world champion just on a whim like that. You just that you it doesn't happen, right? But now she's gone. Michael Elgin too is gone, by the way. <laughs> um but uh, but Tessa uh in the weeks uh, prior to that, she had gone AWOL in regards to Impact. 
uh, in, in regards to her obligations. She was supposed to turn oh, in some yeah. promo work. Like, uh, she was supposed to turn in some promo work, like an interview style thing. Uh, but she never did. She was very spotty with communications. Apparently, the release has nothing to do with the racism and bullying accusations that had plagued her in January. Uh, but uh, now, of course, the question that is on everyone's mind is, where does she end up? Well, you know, the, the main thing that you have to keep in mind, outside the fact that she's a stellar athlete, she is a fantastic wrestler, period. Women's wrestler, men's wrestler. She's a fantastic, fantastic wrestler, period. She's damaged goods. Now, if you don't remember those allegations, um, if, if we were to go back to January, uh, Allison Kay went public uh, about talking about an incident that happened in Japan in 2017 with, uh, with Black Rose. Um, and uh, according, again, to... Uh, Allison K. Uh, Tessa called Black Rose the N-word uh, in the locker room and spit in her face. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of women that backed up her claims. Uh, there were um, there were even uh, there was even talk about the bullying. Um, 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 Isla Dawn spoke out saying that uh, Tessa had worked hard to keep her from being booked on matches in the UK to a point where Isla Dawn had to change her her performing name. To, to Isla Dawn. She had another one previous to that. Um, and uh, and we'll all remember the, you know, the statement that that um, that Tessa made when she, because she won the title despite all of these allegations. She won the title and she had a very defiant statement. Um, we'll, we'll all remember where she says, you know, it doesn't matter what you say about me. It doesn't matter what you call me. I have one of the strongest minds that I've ever known. So whenever you come for me, you come for all these people. I am now the standard bearer of Impact Wrestling and man or women, pound for pound. I am one of the best in the world and I am your world champion. I, like she doubled down on the non-regret stuff. She never apologized, never tried to set the record straight. She's also reportedly been a very bad influence in the WOW locker room as well. They had put WOW, women of wrestling. They had gone all in on Tessa Blanchard to make her the star and they put in all their efforts behind her and she had been extremely confrontational, very uh, toxic atmosphere that she helped foster in that locker room as well. So where does she go? Considering all of this, considering the baggage, where does she go? Of course, everyone stands up loud and proud and says, AEW! AEW recently took a stand against Linda Hogan and said her and Hulk Hogan are banned from attending any AEW events, not just showing up and they're banned because of their racist attitudes. They're like, we don't want any of this. So you kind of have to be consistent with that. I'm pretty sure I'm not mistaken here, Kristen, right? There's a level of consistency that has to be maintained, right? You would think so. You'd think so. Because it'd, it'd, it'd be a weird look if they were to turn around and say, sure, Tessa, come on in. Or on the other hand, where, uh, where on the other hand, they're telling racist Linda Hogan and Hulk Hogan to not come to their events. Um, but then there's people that I see saying, well, her dad is there, Tully's there, he'll be able to, he'll be able to rein her in. And I don't know if how insulting that is. To me, it's extremely insulting. Tessa Blanchard is not 13 years old. She's a full adult. She's a grown woman. Um, and to think that, you know, her dad has such control. My dad doesn't have control over me. I don't have control over my kid. 
My son, he's all, he, he's in his 20s. I'm like, if we were to work together in, in a place, get hired in some place, and someone were to tell me, hey, uh, you rein your son in, I'd be like, motherfucker, that's not up to me. He's his own dude. Uh, you, you handle your issues with him. You brought him in, you handle it. Um, I, to me, it's a very, very, it's very insulting and very patronizing that, you know, well, Tully's there, he'll be able to keep her under control. My God, that's such a weird comment. Um, then... People were talking about WWE and then reports broke out that WWE isn't what reached out to Tessa Blanchard. Well, of course, WWE is going to reach out to Tessa Blanchard. Have you not been paying attention? WWE's MO is sign all the talent. That's what they do. So, of course, they're going to reach out to her. And what is reaching out exactly? Sending out a text message, maybe? Uh, 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 sending out a an email? Just, hey, how you doing? Doesn't, a reaching out does not mean full contract uh, and, and, uh, and, and salary guarantees and so on and so forth, pre-negotiated, ready to sign. That's not what it means. It can mean so many things. And I don't know why people were so shocked and surprised that WWE reached out, sent out some feelers. That's what they do. That's what they do. And I can guarantee that AEW did it too. They're just being quiet about it. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised that Tessa would end up in, in, in WWE. Um, WWE isn't exactly the greatest moral compass that we have in the world of professional wrestling, so I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, I think she's going to end up in AAA for a while. She's already in Mexico, allegedly, uh, and uh, she's already worked with in, in AAA. I think that's, that's what's going to happen, at least to give some time to rehabilitate her image, because ultimately, Tessa, what happened to Tessa... Is, is Tessa's fault. Uh, nothing but her own fault. Um, yes, she's a generational talent. Yes, I believe that she is a, that her versus Charlotte Flair is a, is a WrestleMania main event. I absolutely do. But she has a long road of image rehabilitation moving forward. She has a long, long, long way to go. Maybe spending some time in Mexico in AAA where they probably aren't so particular about that kind of stuff maybe that's a good thing and eventually come back but she's she's got a road of uh, a road to redemption ahead of her she's got a lot a lot of uh, bridges to bend and uh some uh, some public persona um and her public persona needs to be uh majorly fixed up as well there you go yeah. yeah. Anakin, Anakin JMT says, will WWE reach out considering Sean reported they're keen on weeding out troublesome wrestlers? They fired LeGarrel Gallagher and Travis Banks. Well, like I said, yes, absolutely. I mean, they want to get rid of, they want to get rid of the troublemakers, but I know for a fact that there are other troublemakers who are still underemployed there. Uh, you could argue that Ligero, Ligero and Jack Gallagher, they weren't doing much with them. Travis Banks, they, they tried. You always felt like they were on the cusp with them. I mean, these weren't star talent. Tessa Blanchard is a star talent, and WWE will often look away. It has a history of looking away when it comes to their star talent. And reaching out, like I said, is reaching out. It's not necessarily with a contract offer. It's just to say, hey, Tessa, how you doing? How do you feel about coming to work with us? And that's it. You know, or just say, the, the door's always open, whatever. That's reaching out. There's a difference between reaching out and and sitting down to negotiate with lawyers kind of thing. But thank you for the super chat, Anakin. 
Um, and then Anakin also said, here's $2 to get Kristen's thoughts on Tessa. <laughs> Uh, I think you're right when you say Tessa did it to Tessa. It's called having to pay for being a jerk. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually your actions come back um, to get you. And so, uh, I mean, I doubt anybody big will pick her up. I'm willing to bet she stays on indies because I think that indies, when they reopen, will still consider her big enough to risk that kind of sure. uh kind of deal with um i would like to say that i think she could change but uh, i don't know i don't know that seems like her her attitude and her character that that's pretty deeply rooted it seems like so it does yeah it does yeah there's like there's a long road ahead of her if she wants to do that there's it'll be very 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 long just but the road of the Mr. Warren Hayes show tonight is coming to an end. We're, we're going to wrap this one up, folks. I want to thank you all for hanging out this evening. Don't forget, head on over to patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. As we're done here, in a few minutes, I'll be starting up the post stream. It's open for everyone tonight. Free preview if you're watching this live. Come on over. It's a good time. We're going to sit around and joke and talk. That was a, it's a, it's another good time. I'm going to be talking about stuff I didn't like, particularly this week. So that'll be something else. Uh, Kristen, thank you very much for hanging out this evening. Sure. I really liked it. Yeah. It it forces me to watch your entire show and pay attention. For once. I know, I know now to eat prior to the show. I'm starving. (laughs) Um, but it really did help. And I really, I, I thought, I think this was fun. I really, I, I'd like to do this again next week if you're okay with it. I think I, I think I will. In the meantime, Kristen. Yeah. Let let everyone know what you're doing. You're doing you're doing so much stuff. I can't even keep up, keep up these days. Tell everyone what's going on with you, where they can find you on social media and stuff. Me either. Uh, easiest <laughs> way is just to go to uh, Twitter at Kristen Ashley. That's where I promote everything. The Association of Women in Wrestling is going. Uh, Bell to Bell is obviously still going. I've got interviews. I got something really cool with Mick Foley coming up. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for it. That's in the works and almost done, actually. So keep an eye out, folks. Exciting stuff from your girl, Kristen. Thank you very much for doing this this evening. It was a lot of fun. And again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, for listening, for watching, however way, uh, however way you managed to hang around here this evening. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time.